Welcome to the Goddess Gathering Podcast. Hi, Debbie. Good to see you. How are you? I'm good. How are you this morning? So good. And today we're going to have a really, really awesome conversation. And as you can see, Laurie has joined us as a speaker. And that means she's now a part of the official speakers in the Goddess Gathering. And we are so happy to welcome you, Laurie. I will give you time to introduce yourself and tell more about what you do just in a moment. I'm just really enjoying this. And as you said, I really welcome Lori to the conversation in a more of a permanent way than she was adding such value to our conversations. And it was definitely a heck yes for her to join us. So with that, Matilda, I'll just pass it back over to you. Yes, thank you. I think it's time to introduce the Goddess Gatherings again. And also because Lori now has joined us as an extra physical goddess and i love to see that we are growing in number with respect to the physical goddesses but what happened back in december was that me and debbie talked about starting these rooms together in the empowering you community where we are today what happened back then was that debbie had followed a, a challenge i had made with the goddesses that i channeled the channeled goddesses and the goddesses that i channel are ancient wisdom keepers they are also galactic wisdom keepers and you might actually know many of them because they are goddesses known from the history. So that is, for example, Aphrodite, Hera, Hathor, Kuan Yin, Pachamama. There are so many. And they're now in the etheric or in the non-physical. They are also, you can say, partially physically incarnated through us at the moment. And many of them have been incarnated in physical form before. So what they know really well is they know about human energies and how to incarnate in a human physical body, being a feminine being. So really integrating the higher feminine energies. And what had happened back then in the autumn when me and Debbie talked about this, or it all started, Debbie had just been a author of uh, 25 tools, self-help tools to goddesses. So this idea about being a goddess and opening to your goddess energies was really present at that moment in both of us. And for me, it was through the channeling of the, the goddesses. And what I came to understand there, because I remember I had a bit of resistance. I know that they are my guides, these feminine beings, and I truly love them. But to go out and present myself as a goddess or talk about the goddesses in this way and gatherings was... Um, a bit distant to me in the beginning because I felt that the idea about a goddess was really related to how you look and how you presented yourself or being attractive in a certain way or that was the focus of, of uh, our labeling of a goddess. But uh, what I came to realize was that a goddess is so much more than that. You can be focused on that if you want to. That is just one aspect of it, really enjoying your own physical appearance and really just celebrating your own beauty, but it was actually to connect with your divine and ancient wisdom and really allow that to be embodied within you. It's like you're a divine being. You span infinite, infinite consciousness, infinite, <laughs> infinite intelligence. And when you allow yourself to embody the goddess frequency and energy, you allow yourself to become all that in a physical body. You allow yourself to be connected with that. So anytime you're connecting with less than that, you're only allowing yourself to become less than you are. But when you're really allowing yourself to become all that you are, all the goddess energy, you can become that in a physical body and you can just be that and access that divine wisdom that is already inside you, that is already accessible in you, as long as you feel worthy of receiving it. Debbie, I would love to uh, hear you presenting yourself. And I can also just say for those who are here, I'm a healer and energy intuitive. That's what I work mainly as. And uh, also do these clubhouse meeting rooms and also um, courses to teach higher consciousness and also teach together with the goddesses. So when we came up with the idea for this room, it was to talk about different themes about higher consciousness empowerment and really understanding that you can create your own future and focus your energy and intention in the way you want it to. So 
Over to you, Debbie. If you want to introduce yourself and later pass on the mic to Laurie. Perfect. Absolutely. So I love where you went and took us right back to the beginning. And of course, it isn't the very beginning of our relationship, but that's for another day. Oh my goodness. When you did your activation in your goddess challenge, it was definitely one of my awakenings. And now we've talked last week about many of them, but that took me to a whole other level. And so who am I? My name is Debbie Prediger. I'm actually from Alberta, Canada, uh, currently in Mexico, and I just love empowering others. And there's been a long journey of that. And right now what I'm doing is I'm a co-founder of a community called We Empower World. And so really what we're doing is pulling that greatness out of you, allowing you to shine in whatever capacity you're ready to shine, which is really goes back to what Matilda just said, is that we are all goddesses. We all have this amazing gifts and talents and wisdom within us. And when we get to that place where we're really, you know, coming in that flow place, we're centered, we're aligned, we're receiving, we're giving, everything is just yummy. That's when we are like, okay, let's, let's let the world see who we truly are. And that's where I step in. So many of you can do it on your own. But what I have found over my time is that we have these great messages, this wisdom, this knowledge, this expertise. And we either don't know the technical part of it, or we maybe even can't get over the mindset hub. So it's just there's something standing in our way from truly allowing the world to find us and for us to really make the impact that we need. So I have been an empowerment coach for many years, and now I have merged my business with another business, and we are called We Empower World. So I am thrilled to do this type of thing on a daily basis where I get to spotlight and really allow others to shine. And it's my pleasure to introduce the world to Matilda, although she didn't need me. (laughs) She's introducing herself in such a beautiful way, and she has this special team with her. So it's just been quite a journey, and we're just so aligned that it's just so much fun. So Lori, we'd love to hear a little bit about you. Awesome. Thank you for inviting me to join these conversations on a more regular basis. I am so excited and truly thrilled to be here because this is what I'm doing too. Like embodying my soul is my mission here on the planet at this time. And so this is the perfect place to play and to come together and have conversations with other creators who are on the same wavelength as us. So this is fantastic. And I am also a channel. So I have a weekly blog and offer a monthly channeled Q&A call each month on my own website. And I also do private channeled coaching sessions through my website. So my website is lauriemcmurphycoaching.com and you can find me there if you want to connect further. And I am a mom of two boys. I'm married and I live in Michigan in the United States. And this is such timely wisdom. This is really what I want to bring to the world at this time. I think it is so needed and so right on time, so divinely orchestrated and so divinely timed. So I think it's perfect. And I love that we're able to share this information more broadly to those who will resonate with it. So I will hand it back to Matilda. Thank you so much, Laurie. And We're so excited that you're here. You're a part of the team as well. And it was so fun that you said that, Debbie, about I had my own team, but I definitely see you as a part of my team. And I see Laurie as a part of my team. And I see that there are several here today that I see as a part of my team too. And that would be one of our upcoming themes about the teams that we're here with. And we also have an upcoming theme about divine feminine energies and how to embody that. So we have really a lot of exciting themes coming up. But just to dive into today's theme, it is awakening. And last time we talked about when we are awakening ourselves, that can look messy, that can be fun, that can be all sorts of (laughs) emotions. We talked about that, that can come a lot of things up and we can definitely feel that it's a shock to our system sometimes. And we see a lot of things happening in our world right now that is helping people to wake up. They might not see it as that. We might not see it as that, or we might see it as that. 
And what we are asked to in this time is really to hold space if we are awakened ourselves. So that is what we're going to touch upon today and also talk about how can you support yourself when people around you are waking up. I know it can be very difficult when our close ones are going through the stress and the trauma it might be to wake up because as we often see, and we also talked about that last time, we can go through a phase where we're really shattering and everything is just falling apart or that's how we can feel. And in that phase, how can you stay as grounded as possible and not go into their reality, not go into their level of trauma and shock? And how can you continue to be in that stable and balanced place and allow yourself to do that? So I would love to hear both of you, Debbie and Laurie. So I will ask you first, Debbie, how do you do that? And also just maybe start even before that. Do you experience people in your reality right now waking up? Or how does it look for you? Yeah, absolutely. So I am thrilled that all around me, people are waking up to the possibilities. And I, and I feel like that's like one of the first things. So when I talk about awakening, it's that you're opening up your mindset. Like at the beginning, you have these beliefs that are locked right in. you like, you believe they're your truth. Um, I can't communicate. I can't get a different job. I can't travel the world. Like there's all sorts of restrictions and limitations you've placed on yourself. And then it's like the door opens just a crack of what if it was possible? And that what if it was possible or who am I really are the two questions that I feel once you hear those whispers or those questions in your ear, you start going, oh, oh, maybe I do have limiting beliefs. Maybe I am trapped down into my hands tied up. Maybe I am constricted in fear. So you really start investigating and self-discovery and going down this path. And some people have an awakening that's very quick and can be uh, painful. Uh, or we, we talked about yet last week, there's struggles in it, like you're resisting it, like what's happening to me? Oh my goodness. And other people just find this tribe, this community that's supportive and they talk the same language and they totally get what's happening. And these shifts in your mindset, these shifts in your energy field, this, these shifts in what's possible, it just opens you up to a brand new world. And so I get excited because the people around me, especially when I just talked to you guys about, you know, being this founder of the We Empower world, every single day there's a mindset shift that says, wow, I didn't know I could dream. I forgot that I was powerful. I didn't know I loved this, right? So there's so much awakening happening and it just thrills me. So thanks for the question, Matilda. Uh, at one time I would have said awakening was a different thing, but right now in the stage that I'm in, I'm witnessing it every single day and it's such a gift. It's so fun. Over to you, Lori. Oh, that is wonderful, Debbie. I love what you shared. And I want to say for me, I do see people around me waking up and that is very exciting as well. I really lean on my own experience of awakening and what that was like for me to really hold that space and have that compassion and understanding for where they are. But it's also remembering that my soul is leading the way on my spiritual journey. And so I have been loved, guided and supported every step along the way. And so even though at the time my human self from my human perspective may not understand what's going on or where the path is leading, it really has been guided and led every single step. And so that really gives me that peace in my own awakening, which is continuing. It is such an important point that it's not usually a one and done experience. It is something that continues to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And so it is really an opening and an unfolding on our paths. And so there's always more to expand into and more to open up to. And so with that being led by your soul, it helps me to hold the space and stay grounded when I am observing others and their experiences, when they're feeling like they're not understanding what's happening or where it's leading or where it's going 
to really hold that space of love and knowing that all is well, because that's the space that my soul holds for me. And so it doesn't matter how caught up in the chaos and trauma and drama my human is, my soul is always there holding that unconditional love and steady vibration for me to tune into. And so I want to say that about the others around us that are waking up. We can offer that being on our paths and remembering who we are. We can offer them that frequency and that vibration in a tangible, physical, embodied form. And that is such a tremendous gift and has so much value to them. And so it's not really so much what we do or say, but it's more the energy that we hold of knowing that they are okay and knowing that they are loved and they are supported and that they are powerful creator beings, even if in that moment, maybe they're not remembering that about themselves. And I want to say too, that the awakening is really about going within. So much in our world today, we're taught to look outside of ourselves for the answers and for the guidance. And awakening is remembering that who you are on a soul level, you have those keys within yourself. So I will hand it back to you, Matilda. Thank you so much. It was so beautiful what both of you shared. And Laurie, I love that you went into talking about how we can really stand strong in our own vibration and do our inner work. I also just want to mention that we will take questions and sharings in the last part, if you have any. What I want to talk about is actually what Laurie just started touching upon, how we can really help them. But first, how can we help ourselves? Because we will not be able to assist them really in our highest way if we are not ourselves in a balanced state. So how do I personally get into this balanced state to help others from that place instead of going into the fear or into the drama that they're experiencing? And I can say that there are many experiences, there are many things happening in the world right now where we can feel really shattered. We can feel really, really um, in despair around it because... It is so extreme, maybe, in from what we have experienced earlier in our life, but still is touching upon some of the themes that we might have been going through in our own lives. So what I'm personally doing, and I hope that Debbie and Laurie will share this as well, their personal tools, Laurie started sharing this, but I allow myself to go into the highest truth about who the other people are. So... The other people are me, we are one and the same. We are all one, we are one part of God and we are just different expressions. And we all come here to have a life experience. And I had my life experience and they have chosen the one that they're on. And when I tap into this place, I can come into this very peaceful place in myself where I see them as divine creator beings. And if I uh, come into a place where I start to feel this worry or this uh, anxiety around what they're experiencing i just remind myself that they are creative beings that they are one with god that they have source within them as well and that they will be able to create different experiences from where they are now and also how i help them is not by going into the same level of stress emotional stress as they're in we often have this idea about if we are really caring or compassionate we should feel the same as the people who are going through the traumas, that we should put ourselves in their shoes. Like, what if you were going through this or in this situation? That is a very common expression, especially, I don't know, but in this part of the, of the world where I live, it's, it's a very common thing. Like, what if you were in this situation and you're like meant to put their experience on you in your nervous system? And that is not serving a, a sensitive being because I know we can all imagine how horrible some people are having and that their experiences they're having is really horrible and feel awful to them. So it's not a matter of us going into that and trying to feel that in our body. Instead, what I do is I uh, imagine what I would love them to feel. So if it's freedom, I go within and I feel freedom within me. And I just allow myself to go within that place because that's our powerful creator place. And that's what we forget sometimes, or maybe not even be aware of yet in our, in our journey, that that is actually our powerful creator place where we can assist others from. That is what we're contributing to the field of consciousness. So 
when we are allowing ourselves to do that, we are helping more than if we're going into the trauma. If we're going into the trauma and no judgment at all, because we all are there sometimes or have been there, we will we will not stay there forever because this will be more and more permanent way of us dealing with with people and trauma will be to allow ourselves to feel what we want them to feel but what we're contributing is what we're feeling so if we're feeling the stress and the trauma and i know that that is what we're contributing to the to the common field of consciousness or the the shared field of consciousness and i know that it can help sensitive people who have been in this loop of thinking that they have to worry about others or feel stressed about others to just remind themselves that they're just contributing that and they can instead go in and contribute what they want other people to feel so that is my recommendation and that is what i often share with my clients and on courses these are, are methods that you can use on an everyday basis Debbie, I would love to hear what do you do when you are seeing those people going through these extreme experiences and what to help and support them? In the book that I wrote and Matilda talked about earlier, and that was 25 tools for goddesses. And, and the tool that I use is the tool that I put in that book. And yet, Matilda, you reminded me why when you were talking about this is that you know, I, I was a nurse. And so that was my job to observe what people were going through, and then to solve it, right to fix it. And that became an ingrained habit. And with that, it was there was burnout, and there was exhaustion. And there was not enoughness there, I felt like I wasn't enough, I couldn't save people. So this whole concept of awakening was a real journey for me because I had to rewire my brain. I had to really rethink about all the old actions that I did. They weren't serving me. Yes, as a nurse, you're there to be compassionate and to fix things. But as a human being, I believe we're here to be, just be love, be peace, be the light allow our energy to just get into that frequency that's just so yummy that we want to stay there. And that frequency for me is unconditional love. That's when I see the divine in others. That's when I can see, be open to as the observer. So I get into that place, I drop down into my heart and I really, and this is what I teach others to do too, is just drop into your heart space because it's our head that's trying to figure out how to solve it, right? If you've had somebody that just had a loved one pass away, you're in your head trying to figure it out, how to fix them, how to take their pain away. You, we can't take their pain away, but we can help them transcend that pain. And for me, the way through all transformation and transcending is love. Love is when we focus there and we allow that frequency to multiply and get stronger, it literally erases everything else. It erases fear, it erases, which to me, love and fear are the two core emotions, but it erases all of those along the way. Everything that's showing up for you in maybe a triggered state or whatever. So some people's triggered fear is anger, right? They snap at people. There's, there's all sorts of things. Everything I do comes back to the emotions. What is it you choose? And so when you talked about that, Matilda, it was, um, you said it in, I, I look at them compassionately and go, how would I want to feel? That's in those same sense, I'm doing the same thing. It's like, compassionately, I can see their fears, I can hear their objections, I know where they're at. That's my past life experiences have gotten me so good at that, but also my intuition and then channeling and then listening to my guides, I know where in their body they're feeling it, I know what they're going through. But I don't sink into that and join them there. I'm like, what would I choose in this situation? And so for me, it's love, peace, or joy. Those are the core um, frequencies that I choose to pull myself out of the muck. And when I say that it's just for us to be, I really mean it. It's, it was such an awakening for me when I realized how powerful I was that if I could choose peace, love, joy, 
any of those emotions that being that every cell in my body activated with that emotion that was this magnetic energy field this life force that just beamed from me and people in the room with me changed but also people across the world could feel this shift and for me that whole frequency is i am creator frequency i am in charge i get to choose and i can shift it at any time that literally changed my life and now i'm hoping it's changing the lives around others as well i'm passing it back to you matilda thank you debbie so much and uh, laurie i would love to hear you too around this so what you also said laurie before what i really loved was that i just came to think about that afterwards was you talked about the thing about we're embodied we're embodied guides in a way we have experienced all this and debbie you said that too i have been there i have been in that place and now i get to show others or lead others we are leading much more than we are often aware of just by our frequency people can really feel it and follow it and i often hear that from people afterwards or that i talk with very seldomly and they suddenly reach out and say that they have been there following this for years or my path just my way of living is giving them inspiration and giving them hope for themselves so that is so beautiful so laurie as you said we are embodied the embodied guides and we get to show others but sometimes we experience that people are i get this feeling they may be awakened halfway to the truth and we might become a bit impatient so that's my question for you laurie have you ever experienced this or how do you deal with when you feel that people are awakened and they might be ready for a part of the truth your truth because it's not necessarily their truth but how do you feel about that when people are on their way but maybe um, maybe they still have some limiting beliefs that keeping them in negative circles or what is your experience about this oh i love this question so much um so for me it's really about remembering my own journey again because it is a process it is an unfolding it is not an instant from start to finish and that's just how it went so it really allows me to have that compassion and understanding for who they are and where they are along their journey and to remember that it's perfect for who they are and where they are in this moment it really isn't going wrong no matter how it looks to my human or to their human it really is soul led and soul guided and so that really allows my human to take an exhale and relax into it and to know that it's perfect for who they are and where they are on their journey and their journey might look different than mine it may have twists and turns that mine didn't have but that's what their soul wanted to explore in this experience and so it really is perfect and so it's releasing that human wanting it to be different wanting to judge it that this is bad or wrong because that really does create that separation between you and the other and the cure for that separation is that unconditional love it really is holding those good feeling frequencies within yourself and letting them meet you there because again at the highest level we're all the same source god energy exploring here in physical form we're having experiences and we're growing and we're expanding and we're becoming more and it's all part of that process and journey there is a bigger picture to all of it and so we don't have to know all that but we can really relax into the knowing of that perfection of where they are in this now moment and so that's what i personally do when that comes up for me where i want it to be different i want them to understand more than i feel like they do i know that a lot of times if I'm guided to share something, I look at it that I'm planting seeds and those seeds may never sprout. Those seeds may sprout in time. They may sprout right away if they're ready and the conditions are right and the soil is fertile and ready for the seed, but it doesn't hurt to sow the seeds because the seeds that are ready will bloom when they're ready and that is perfect. And so I really just follow my guidance and inspiration to share what I'm inspired to share when I'm inspired to share it. And I really trust the higher powers that be to really guide and orchestrate the perfect unfolding for all of us. I love that, Laurie. That is so, so perfect. 
Debbie, I wanted to ask you something. You're sometimes or very often speaking to a lot of different groups of people. How do, do you adjust the level of information or the level of consciousness that you convey your message in? When I'm talking about levels of consciousness, I'm not talking about better than or finally you're understanding the truth or something judgmental in that sense. I'm talking about that we have different experiences while we're here on Earth. And sometimes our consciousness is very expanded and open, or for some it's not as expanded and open, and it often expands more in us who are here to really ground our higher consciousness and wisdom. But it doesn't for all people. And uh, we might really overwhelm people if we talk on a too expanded or high level of consciousness. So when you have these big groups of people, how do you really adjust the level of information you give them to fit them is it channeled what you bring through? Yeah, I believe it is channeled. So first of all, it's always about intention. When I go into a group, what is the intention that I want to do? Am I gathering them? Am I nurturing them? Am I teaching them? What is the outcome that I'm looking for that group? And so when I am hosting, that's exactly, I want them to feel seen, heard, and resonate with what we're speaking about. So I want to draw them in. When I am going into somebody else's group, I want to appear welcoming and I want to appear knowledgeable and expertise. So I'm always just being intentional. How I do that is before I go into anything, whether it's a meeting, whether it's a Zoom room, whether it's a room, a physical room, I am taking time to get ground myself and then pull in my highest wisdom. What am I meant to see, here and know today? Because sometimes we meet somebody and it's just for us. And sometimes we meet somebody and it's for them. It's always for both of us. But really, it, I hope you're getting what I mean. Like, I wake up in the morning in this space of awe and wonder and go, I wonder who I'm meant to meet today and where is this going? So everything I do is about a relationship. It's about showing up as myself and then allowing others to feel comfortable in showing up as their self. So when we talk about the bigger picture of me being able to step into a higher consciousness or speak in a higher consciousness or a lower, and again, it's no hierarchy, it's just what is that frequency? For my frequency, the intention is always coming from that place of love and understanding and compassion and purpose and clarity. So again, if I know who I am at a soul level, and I allow that to shine out, then it in, it in the frequency that I'm in, it's allowing others to feel that same safety, certainty, um, confidence, and they can step into theirs. So I don't really have to change my language much other than going back into, for me, the language is emotions. That's, that's my gift, my, my expertise is what is the emotion you're feeling? And what is it you truly want to feel? And if there's a gap there, then there's some type of action steps that we need to do. Now, if I'm talking to somebody that they're very awakened and they know what this is, it's like we talk about chakras, we talk about our energy field, we talk about that. But if we're talking to somebody that's brand new, they don't even, they don't like the life they have, but they can't figure out what it is. Like, I've tried everything. Well, that's that person that's pushing and pulling and trying to manipulate energy, which we here in the awakened state understand energy, but they don't yet. So it's just changing the language a little bit. But for me, everybody understands emotions. A lot of people are still running from their emotions. They don't realize their emotions are actually their guiding light. And they're, they're the, the North Star to where you're truly wanting to go. And when you get that aha moment, you're like, wow, I actually get to choose this. Matilda, I think that you know about the story of me being attacked a couple weeks ago. And I had to really step into my power and choose that I was coming from a place of love, not fear. It's something I teach every single day. And yet at that moment, I was like letting fear run my life. And then I remembered that I had a choice on how I seen this. And I was going to choose unconditional love no matter what. And it really shifted it fast. And yet it took the focus 
I know that focus is needed in order for somebody to step into their power. I teach it. I coach people on it. And yet I got to really experience it in real time <laughs> um, because it could have, it could have really taken somebody that is an empowered being and just threw them into the muck and into the dirt. And it would have been a big, hard um, mountain to climb out of. When I choose my own reality there, it's like, no, I don't choose this. I, I do not choose this. And I step back into my power and I said, I still can choose unconditional love of myself and of others. And that's, that's that I am creator frequency. Wow, Debbie, that was so powerful. All of what you said, I had so much to say to the first part and then you shared the last part. And yes, you shared it with me and it was so powerful to hear you now coming through embodying this very empowered experience and being so empowered. And as you say, you had now the real life experience that you can assist others. You're a guide in real time here on earth. And that is so, so powerful. And yes, I know that any with that experience who had not the same level of wisdom and embody the same level of being a creator, it would have taken them years to overcome, if possible at all. I mean, you really need to step into the levels of mastery in order to really move through such an experience with that ease and grace and come and say, I'm still as whole, as complete as always. I'm still a masterful creator and I know how I can really embody this. That's so beautiful, Debbie. And also I want to say to the first part you shared, so what I felt so clearly when you were talking was, it doesn't matter what level you're speaking at because you're speaking with love. I could just feel that in you when you were talking about it. It was like the love was just coming through in the way you were talking. So because you were embodying this level of love when you were talking to anyone, that was what they were feeling. That is what they're feeling. So they don't feel anything but that. And it doesn't matter how the level of consciousness, because where we might feel the entanglement is if we start to to judge where they add. So, Debbie, do you have anything to say to that? Or to <laughs> uh, just that, thank you. I'm glad that that came through because that's exactly what it is. Unconditional love and no judgment. You nailed it. Those are the two key pieces. Judgment of self and judgment of others will always pull us into entangled state. And there's always something to learn there and, and master. And so I love it. Sherry, did you have a question or did you have something that was you'd love to share? Uh, this is an amazing conversation and you are three very powerful, internally powerful women. And I thank you for holding it and for sharing. Thinking about how me starting to feel empowered has empowered others because I think a step in the last few years was just to realize not to submerge my capabilities and my intuition and my personal power as a woman always you know being taught to be quieter to not be that kind of a leader um, but i think it's always been a part of me that comes out every now and then but now it's starting to come out more and because it's coming out more in me and I'm able to accept others, and as you were saying, start to judge less, that they're starting to grow as well. And I see that I have a women's book club where we can share more intimately, and I see that growth happening with the other women because of what I started, because of the ability I had to share. And I also see it in another book club I have, which has males in it as well. And the masculine energy was very much at each other. Like I have something better to say or attacking each other, whatever. And I'm seeing that as I'm sharing more lovingly, they're starting to calm down a bit and not have to be in, in that mode. So just, just an example of, of what I see happening. I'm also taking it out into what I do in activism in the world and seeing that people are listening to me more than perhaps they did in the past when I had the, wasn't a competition, but I would say it was strong energy 
you know, against something like, oh, I think it should be this way. This is the way it has to be. But then when I say, oh, okay, that's what you think. Um, I understand. And then later I give my opinion of another way. I'm finding they're more able to listen because I'm not judging as much and thinking, okay, it could be that way, but it could be another. So that's what I wanted to share. Thank you, Sherry. Those were such important points and I really loved how you shared it. The judgment, and you also talk about competition. So even though it might not be a really clear judgment, there is like something in the energy field. And that is also what you're mentioning when it becomes softer. It's like people don't become as defensive anymore and it's in our complete energy field. So if we feel in resistance to them, that's what we send out and they will feel the resistance more clearly towards us. We are not always reacting to it. We are not always feeling it, but we are much more inclined to get into these experiences where we feel the resistance towards each other and we, the other one will have resistance towards us. When we get into the space of just acceptance and we might not agree with them because we don't have to agree, it's enough to just accept that they are somewhere else. And that is also really what we come into to experience in the higher dimension is that there are so many perspectives, there are infinite perspectives. So using time on um, agreeing with another one's perspective, we don't have to do that. We can do it if we, if we like to, if we love to, but we can also just accept that they are where they are and then find another experience for us. If we're not in resonance with what they're, experiences or how they're communicating or whatever it is we can just choose another experience for us i really love that sherry that was so important and yes i really feel it to the competition as well of we want to be right because if we learn that there is only one perspective only one right perspective then we know like if it's not our perspective that's right then we are wrong and then we can use a lot of energy on that but that is a not the higher truth of it so when our body really feels that okay the higher truth of it is that we can all be right we are just right have the right to our own perspective then we can really start relax debbie and laurie do any of you have anything to say to sherry's sharing just that i loved it and you nailed it with all the reasons why so it's perfect yes i just want to jump in and say that was so beautiful sherry i loved your examples of how you are embodying this and that you are such a powerful leader. I really do see and feel that within you. So it's really exciting for you to come into that more and more and share your light more and more and more. Yes. Thank you, Sherry, for the sharing. It's so beautiful. And thank you for being with us again. We love when you're coming here, joining our goddess gatherings. You always have such amazing shares. So Jasmine, do you have anything to share or to ask? Yeah, so thank you all for having me on the stage. Um, and thank you all for having this conversation because it's so needed for me. I guess I have several questions roaming through my head. But the top one is how do you move into just being because I, I heard Debbie talk about the idea of, you know, you want to help. I'm, I'm in the health profession. I love what I do. I love speaking. I love helping people heal. However, when it comes down to me, I get caught up in a lot of busy work, a lot of consuming myself and others, whereas majority of my time now is like, I want to spend 100% of that time on myself. I've been doing little strides to position myself to just being, but it's still a constant battle. So what are some steps that you would recommend for moving into that just being and having freedom in that. I love that question, Jasmine, and it's so important. I will just share my guidance briefly and I will ask Debbie and Laurie to tip in with theirs as well. So what was a really important step for me to understand was that everything I'm going to give others or teach others, I simply need to embody it myself first. And my guide said it and they said it over and over. You can't give anything to anyone that you're not having yourself. So if you want to give away peace, you simply need to use the time to embody the peace, keep the peace to yourself. And if we look at our energy field, everything that we are thinking or feeling about others, we are running it through ourselves. So it makes perfect sense on that level too. So if you're having a thought about someone else, you're running it through your body. And that's why it makes really good sense to think, <laughs> think positive thoughts about others, because that's what you're filling your body with. 
So all the time, think about your own body. What, how would you want to treat your body? What do you want to feel inside your body? How do you want it to look? Not in a sense of perfection in a way of ideals, but just like healthy, happy. How do you want it to be in nature or to run around? Or what is like the images you get of yourself when you think about the emotions that you want to feel? And then really understand that everything you're going to give everyone else is going to be embodied, come to you first, and then really use time on that. I hope that helps, Jasmine. It does. And Debbie, will you give your advice too? I'm trying to just go through my mind here to think about something that you didn't already say. But Jasmine, I hear you 100%. And I actually know a little bit about you. So I am feeling like we can relate to each other really well here. And so my journey was that, you know, I really didn't, I didn't know it at the time, but I didn't feel like I was enough. So there was a lot of healing that needed to happen in order for me to truly evolve and understand that being me, being the person I was created to be, and just being that love or embodying whatever it was, whatever that emotion, it'd be peace, love, acceptance, joy, gratitude, being that was enough. And I don't know if that resonates with you, but it will someday, it'll sink in and go, really? That's it? I didn't have to do all those things. I didn't have to heal others. I didn't have to be the best person in the room. I didn't have to work harder than everybody else. I didn't have to do all that stuff. I just had to be me. That's how simple this is. And it's just, it's an evolution that really changes for me everything. So I can still get very much get caught up in the doing mode, but I recognize it quicker now because I'm pushing or pulling at something. It's just not, it's like, it's not magically happening. The people aren't coming to me, you know, my attractive energy. And I say that in that frequency, it just isn't tuned in. I'm not in that highest consciousness where it's like everything that's meant for me is just flowing to me. And everything that's not meant for me is flowing away from me. It's, it's more that state where I'm like working hard and when I actually stop and pivot and just just get calm, I realize I'm tired. And I'm like, whoa, this is the old me showing up here where I literally have to do more than everybody else in order to be okay or to be enough. And that's still that, that little bit of unhealed part of me where I step into actual self-love, self-acceptance with the big capital S. <laughs> where we truly know that we are creator, we are God, we are everything we're meant to be and more, and really believing that, then everything starts getting easy and flowing again. And the energy, like you don't have to go seeking energy, it's just there for you, available at all times, and you just feel so energized and alive and everything's perfect. So I hope that makes sense. And Monica, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have a question or a comment for us? I was listening to Matilda answering, and it was such a beautiful, beautiful answer. And also now after with you, Debbie. Thank you so much, Jen, please. We are here every Wednesday and we really work on a series. So I'll let Matilda talk about that and what's planned for next week. But we'd love to have you back. Yes, thank you so much for the beautiful words, Monica. We would love to have you back. The next week's theme, and that is going to be about feminine energy. And we have a lot of females here with us, and that's so beautiful. But it's actually also for the men. We all have feminine energy in our body. We have masculine and feminine energy. And on next week's call, we're going to talk about how you open to the feminine energies and why it is so super, super important. We have often been trained in very masculine energy, and it's not meant in a negative way at all. It's a way you can choose to live your life, and it's perfect and fine. But for many of us, we are really yearning to really play out that divine feminine frequency full on because that is who we are and that is who we are here to be in the feminine energy. I can just briefly mention we have the intuition, we have the nurture, we have the love. It's often things we're trying to reach out to get from outside. But really, when we understand that it's just because we haven't really opened to it within us 
itself uh, yet that we are really so desperate to <laughs> to search for it outside or we it might be our intuition that we are not really comfortable in displaying or that we want to hide a little that we might be super intuitive so we're gonna dive into that next week or the actually the coming two weeks so everyone are welcome back and debbie do you have anything so my community has been called empowering you for years and i've merged with shres rodriguez who was we empower which is women entrepreneurs empowered and we joined together to create this we empower world and i would love to invite any of you to join us as our special guests just to look around and see what we have happening there but i also want to throw this out there is that if you are that person that empowers others, if you have a message, a gift to the world, you have a course, you have a, a topic that you speak on, we need you. We're looking for people that are empowering others. We know that we need community. It takes all of us in order to really change the frequency in the world and to step up and own what we're doing. And the burnout is real. I don't want anybody to feel like they're alone dredging through this on their own. Like some of us have found great success in doing it alone, but we know that scaling, it takes all of us. And so it's one cause. It's the cause that says we want to make the world a better place. And you could be the piano teacher that teaches children how to enjoy music, or you could be Matilda who heals through her channeling. Your gift is your gift. And if you empower people, I'd love to hear from you. So come in, join us there. So with that, we're going to close out. Thank you so much for joining us. Your energy in this room really does matter. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. If you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe, give us a five-star rating, leave us a review, and consider sharing our podcast with a friend. This will help other members of our soul family to find our podcast too. We want to thank all of those who help to support our podcast with a small monthly donation through Anchor. We'd love to have you join us and continue on with our conversations in our private Goddess Gathering Facebook group community. And we, of course, want to thank you for listening to our podcast, and we hope you will join us again next time.